Concerto of the Desperado by, by The Roots on the Things Fall Apart album. And when I first heard this, I was in Kingston, Jamaica. A lot of people don't know. Lance Day sang his way through college on, on a scholarship. And, I, and I, went to, I went to the Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. And I used to tour with, with their choir. And I noticed some of you are like, oh, you were you were literally a choir boy. But when you go to a small HBCU that doesn't have a football team, we were like the varsity, we were like the varsity football team. I had all the perks and, and privileges. If you were if you were in that choir, I think there were about 30 of us that were the travel choir. We traveled all over the country. We went to Trinidad, we went to Barbados, we go to, to Los Angeles often. We would tour all over the place. And I heard this album. I was standing in customs. This was back in the in the CD case era where everyone had a CD case. And I was with I was with my boy Jeremy Winston, who's a frequent contributor to this show, and my other guy, Lee Court, Ricky Court, who was a part of Naturally Seven. I I gotta get Ricky on the show. He hadn't been on the show in a long time. It's been a couple of years. I got to catch up with him. My boy Jeremy was listening to this. Jeremy Winston, Paragon Cup winner. And he's from Philadelphia. And I was like, yo, Jay, can can I hear that? I wasn't really into the roots. I had heard Philadelphia Half-Life. But when I heard this joint, the roots and their ability to encapsulate Black Thought's bars... And M. Illitant was still with the Roots then. And rest in peace to, to M. Illitant. I always thought the Roots were better when, when they had both Black Thought and M. Illitant. They were still nice. Black Thought is a top 20 MC, in my opinion, with, with talent and, and bars. But his voice and M. Illitant's voice and, and the way they go back and forth, it was really, really, really dope. Like the, on the one track, it's like Black Thought, I represent the Fifth Dynasty, Lyrical Click, 100% Dundee, Malik B, I represent the Mephi D, Gorilla Click, 100% Dundee. That was amazing. And they would be spitting some fire, and you had like a symphony orchestra in the background. And so much amazing talent. And I had never heard anything like Things Fall Apart in my life. And I remember bumping around Kingston, Jamaica. This is before the iPad, iPod days where you had to carry your CD case around. I remember listening to that CD over and over and over and over and over again. I was like the soundtrack for the first time I'd, I had ever been in Jamaica. Even on the beach, like I had the CD, even while getting, getting knee deep into the, to the ocean, I had the CD case on. I had, to, I had the Sony Walkman on. And it was a great experience, man. The Roots have done so much for the culture. Black Thought's done so much for the culture. And to see the Roots on Jimmy Fallon, to see to see their band playing and what they've become from back in the day of, of I Shall Proceed with Roy Ayers and the Xylophone, Roots have done so much, man. Their, their catalog is an amazing catalog of, of albums, going all the way back to their early work. Organics, 
phrenology. Everything that they've done, it's not just good music. It's not just amazing production. It's not just amazing instrumentals. It's not just the bars. But what they talk about is it's about the science of man. It's about the evolution of, of African culture. It's really deep. It's really educational. It's conscious. It's not, it's not the I'll clap you. I'm moving 20 bricks up I-95 from Philly to Boston. It's it's not that type of rap. That type of rap has its place, but but I love me some roots. Somebody else that I love, pivoting. Had to give a shout out. Serena Williams announced that she's retiring after the US Open. And I wanted to speak quickly on on Serena and what she represents. And people people get at me because I'm not someone I I I hold Britney Griner accountable for her mistakes, although I want her to, to come home. I I said when Simone Biles didn't want to perform at the Olympics that people had a right to rip her, they'd have a right to get personal with her. But if you don't perform, people that invest in you emotionally, they have a right to criticize you for it. I don't have a right to say that that you haven't, that you're doing your country an injustice because she's already a freaking goat. But I'm not a person that lets anyone off easily. And sometimes I have people that reach out to me and they say, well, James, you're a sexist. I'm like, no, I'm not a sexist. I think that Simone Biles is the goat. I just ripped her for not performing. I have a right to rip her for that. I think Brittany Griner is, is awesome. She's 6'9", and if I was on the court with her, she would, she would dunk on me and hang on the rim and push me into the crowd like Shaq pushed Chris Dudley into the crowd that one time. But I have a right to criticize athletes as a journalist and view both sides of the story. And I think Serena Williams has received more criticism, fair or unfair. I've criticized Serena Williams sometimes for her antics on the court, her tantrums. I've criticized her for not being a good sport, especially considering that she's dominated women's tennis for two decades and the rare times where there's some young upstart that beats her. There've been times where she hasn't been the the best of, of a sport. That said, Serena Williams. And I want to be very clear with this. Serena Williams is on the Mount Rushmore of the four greatest athletes in American history. In my opinion of people, some people may disagree with that. Serena Williams up there, with Tom Brady, Mike, Muhammad Ali. To me, she's more dominant than even Tiger was. I'm not a big Babe Ruth fan because Babe Ruth played in an era. He wasn't playing against brothers. This is a little different. He dominated his era, but there was no brothers out there. He didn't have to go up against Doc Gooden. And he didn't have to go up against Petey Martinez. Barry Bonds up there, but on roids. Serena Williams, to me, best female athlete ever produced by the United States of America, the Mount Rushmore athlete, one of the best, the creme de la creme. And she did that with the criticism that I don't know if I've ever seen an athlete, male or female, except maybe LeBron, get the level of criticism that, that Serena Williams got. People criticizing, people like Jason Whitlock, who's 400 pounds, criticizing Serena Williams for being too fat and that she should lose weight. People body shaming her 
people talking about her appearance and, and her build and how stout she is and how muscular she is. People talking about before Serena Williams, the, the Martina Navratilovas, the, the Chris Everts. The Anna Kornikovas, they wore white tennis skirts. Serena Williams came out in a, in a, in a pink and black cat suit at the U.S. Open many years ago and broke the internet and won the tournament. Jim Rome, who's a famous, famous radio host that I respect, that, that I wanted to emulate, that I learned about monologuing by listening to him, he used to call Serena Williams and Venus Williams Predator Jr. and Predator because of the way that they wore their hair in beads coming out of Compton, the CPT. And we've seen King Richard and the subsequent slap. You know, it's unfortunate that, that, that Will Smith had to besmirch himself. But Serena Williams and Venus, these, these women are from the gutter. They're from Compton. They could have been rolling, rolling 60s Crips on a set. They could have been a part of all of that. Gang activity, drug trade. But to come from where Serena comes from, to be a Mount Rushmore athlete in the midst of being an African-American woman who's thick and curvaceous and has an in-your-face flamboyant style, you got to give her some props, man. You got to put some respect on her name. And I haven't always liked everything that Serena has done and said, and, and I don't think that, that anyone has to like everything. I don't like everything LeBron does. I don't like everything that Michael Jordan does, even athletes that, that I admire, that I worship. People that listen to my show don't like everything that I say. But you can't deny Serena Williams' greatness, and you can't deny that as a black woman playing tennis in England at Wimbledon, playing tennis at the U.S. Open, playing tennis in places where African-American women have never really played before, that it's, that it's taboo, that it's not normal, that she's an outlier. And not just being in that world, but dominating that world, beating the brakes off of her competition, having a stranglehold on women's tennis into her late 30s after having a baby, after almost dying in childbirth, after gaining weight from having a child, after having to get herself back into shape, she was still elite and still amazing up to the last couple of years. And, and she's earned an opportunity to retire and spend some time with her family and do some next things with her life. And I just think her second act, whether she gets into modeling, whether she opens some type of athletic center like Naomi Osaka's doing, whether she opens her own agency, whether she gets into movies, Whatever Serena Williams does as the next act of her career, it's, it's going to be phenomenal because she's a phenomenal, amazing woman first and a tennis player second. Paragon 7 Studios. On guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? 
Yeah, I went to Hampton U. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just oh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so Man. I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J for MedHealth Clinical. When was the last time you had an annual wellness visit? MedHealth is currently accepting new patients and all major insurance carriers, including Medicare. This experienced team focuses on wellness and disease prevention while developing personalized care plans that mitigate chronic conditions and encourage holistic wellness. To learn more, go to MedHealthClinic.com. That's MedHealthClinic.com for primary care that's always there. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. 